0: So, obviously, wanted to uh, talk about the tour and uh, little Guardians and get your opinion on a couple things. But, uh, dude, finally, the tour is finally here. It's ironic. We talked in 2020 right before the tour was supposed to happen, but now it's finally happening. Two years later, the same exact bill, same exact venue, at least for us at downtown Riverside, Riverside Municipal Auditorium coming up here on uh, February the 22nd. And can't wait. I'm sure you guys are just as stoked.
1: Yes, we're very excited. You know, it's 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 great to finally get this tour under our belts and get going. We've been uh, talking to the guys in Killswitch about it, and it's just like, yeah, like, let's finally do this, and, like, let's get it done, you know? And, like, let's get this show to the fans who've been waiting almost two years now, almost, like almost exactly two years now to see it.
0: Killswitch being old friends and certainly Adam D., your old producer, is he, like, uncle or, like, grandpa to you now at this point? <laughs> <laughs> uh we see him every once in a while um jb and i actually went out to dinner with him in san diego
1: uh, when we wrapped up uh, our leveler tour in december and just it was good to just like catch up like in that way because like you know we're out on tour right now and with COVID and everything like it, bands aren't trying to co a whole lot at this point so like it was nice to see him like and get to actually hang out and and spend time together because our tour was ending on that day and then he wasn't on tour so we could actually just like chill and hang out and have a good time
0: together get some real good bro time in for once instead yeah, of just yeah. quick hello goodbye on the road kind of curious you know talking about kill switch and, and kind of funny or not funny but great as fans that howard going to be there as well with his new band light the torch and just like the tour was in 2020 I'm jumping up and doing some old songs and it got me to thinking i'm kind of curious for you dude who was the first kill switch singer you heard back in the day was it was it howard at that point or was it jesse well, it was Jesse for me. I remember Jesse on Eleven Just Breathing, and
1: uh, that was the first Kill Switch for me. And I remember it. it was kind of at the same time when I first heard like first Azalea Dying record that had that ridiculous double bass on it, and then all of a sudden I like got into Kill Switch, and they were just like those two records were like kind of at like the same-ish time for me and I remember so Jesse was the first vocalist I heard for Killswitch and then at first I didn't realize they changed singers and then I was like oh wait they changed singers like it, 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 it wasn't one of those like things that hit me right away upon listening you know like the internet wasn't as prevalent back then you know you really had to like Look into and like see that a singer change had happened.
0: You know that whole singer change. I mean, they did it fairly seamlessly. I mean, they, and they actually, I think, kind of yeah. got bigger on the second album, which usually doesn't happen that way. But funny enough, I, I got a sampler outside of a show the way I found out about it, and it said Switch Engage featuring Howard Jones, which yeah, th- which really threw me though because there's an 80s pop singer named Howard Jones. So I was like, what <laughs> the heck is going on here?
1: Yeah, and I, well, I actually really liked Howard's other band Blood Has Been Shed. And I guess the drummer is in that Justin is in that band too right? I actually really liked them for a long time Um, Like back when I was in college I mean, I'm dating myself here But that would have been (laughs) That would have been 18 years ago now (laughs) And I remember listening to That Blood is the Shed record Spirals a lot uh, back then
0: I know, just talked to Adam before you Adam D of Killswitch and, And I was saying, dude It's been 20 years since Alive or Just Breathing Yep, it's crazy time really moves right now <laughs> crazy you know since we're talking kill switch pick a uh, kill switch tune for us to play for you. what's your favorite kill switch engage tune
1: oh man my favorite Killswitch engage tune
0: is hmm, i like that song mike curse it's a good song mike curse okay we're, we're picking one from howard then beautiful yep Love it, dude! And <laughs> you must have had so much fun making the blood letter video, and, and you know, letting the world know that your kleptomaniac tendencies, and really putting it out there for the world to see in in that video. But that must have been the most fun video you guys have ever made, right?
1: Yeah, it was a good time. And what's weird is we've been talking about doing like just a silly like grocery store video for like years, and then unprompted we get like this concept from a director. He's like, "What if?" you guys are getting robbed in a grocery store. <laughs> and we were like, yes, it <laughs> sounds great. Perfect. Let's do it. And yeah, it was a blast. And the biggest hang up like for years, was trying to find a store that would let us like kind of come in there in the middle of the night and shoot a video. Um, so many grocery stores now are 24 hours. So it took us a while to actually find a place that would let us do it.
0: Did you find somewhere in PA close to home or did you have to go like out of state for it? Oh, we, it was super close to him. It was like 15 minutes from my house. Nice, it was great. <laughs> nice, dude. Why <laughs> it never happens? Why the hell are you playing bass in that video? What's going on? There? Uh, oh, yeah. So Dustin, um, our bass player,
1: is an excellent guitar player, and he's just been kind of coming into his own as like a songwriter. And he wrote uh, the guitar solo and almost all of the music for Bloodletter. So he plays guitar in that song, and I switched to bass for that one.
0: Wow, so it's like that on the album too. That's why you did it. Yeah, so if he, you know, if he
1: takes a guitar solo or has like a lot of writing involved with the guitar, uh I'll switch to guitar. I mean, I'll switch to bass um and I'll play that live in in that way too. So, it's fun. It's a good time and it's cool for fans too because that's not something that happens too often where you see guys on stage changing instruments and we like it.
0: Yeah, it goes to show uh, just how uh, musically talented all you guys are. But I was like, wait a minute. I was watching that video going, that's a bass. What, what is Brent doing with the bass on? <laughs> what the heck is going on here? And I didn't know, yep, you, yep. I didn't know you could die by uh, a, a mop bucket. Death by mop bucket.
1: <laughs> you know, we just say he gets unco- he gets knocked unconscious. You know, we're not going that dark.
0: <laughs> I was hoping you get to karate chop him or something. I felt like you kind of had like yeah. the the softest d- d- taking down yeah. of the
1: wall. We did. I did have the softest one, but it's all right. It's all right. Somebody
0: had to have that one. The mop bucket needed to be. Needed to be in there somewhere. It's <laughs> so much fun. And, you know, a lot of fun with the uh, System of a Down Chop Suey cover. I love that tune. And whose idea was that, man? So we've, for years now, that's
1: just, like, been a song that's been in our set change. Um, like, when when the crew guys are setting up the show every night, um, we have, you know, we have, you know, a set change music that gets played. And Chop Suey was in there. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, every night, the fans started to sing, like, chop suey super loud every single night and we're just like all right and they just got to the point where we were playing it before our set every single night as like the last song before our intro would roll and it just became a thing that we did for years and then um when we had this time off because of covid we were in the studio and we're like let's do a chop suey cover um then we debuted it by playing it before one of our live streams like debut we didn't tell anyone we did it we just put it on before our uh Christmas show live stream in 2020 and people were like wait what the heck is this this is awesome so and then we released it and people really liked it we're stoked on it it's fun it shows how versatile versatile of a vocalist Jake is and it's cool
0: yeah that's why I wanted to touch on Jake doing some singing on that I, I love the heck and been playing the heck out of it man it's a killer cover and I really like too the uh, I never really paid attention to it before you guys really kind of Brought it out like after the after the chorus, going back into that verse, that heavy guitar riff, like going back into that. I never really paid attention to that part, and I feel like you kind of brought that out in the song. And now, when I listen to the even the original, I pay way much more attention to that part, thanks to you guys kind of highlighting that part in in your version of it.
1: That's cool, thank you. I mean, that's kind of what covers can do sometimes: is someone's ear catches something else, and maybe that's an important part of the song for them, and so they want to emphasize that. Um, when they do their own version and so that's just you know that's just kind of how it goes sometimes with covers and you know like I said we're just happy people liked it we're happy that uh, we got to actually have the time to do it because we've been talking about it for a little while but you know when you're in an actual real touring schedule it's hard to you know sneak sneak studio time in there that isn't just for your own like records
0: yeah, and, and being that it's been a couple years since your last record Guardians, are you guys starting to set aside some riffs thinking about the next album? Yeah, I mean we're always kind of
1: writing. Um, you know, writing an Oxford Friends Red song isn't isn't easy. <laughs> um, they're usually decently long and they're like, you know, difficult uh for us anyway. And then there's some people who are way better at our, our instruments than we are, but um you know <laughs> it takes a long time for us to for us to write a song. So the guys are always kinda of writing music, we're always kinda of working on lyrics and um, and then when we find the time, we record music. So we definitely have a lot of material written and we're going to start hashing some things out and we'll see when we have time to get it finished and, and release.
0: With you being the lyricist in the band, do you keep like a diary do you, or do it on your phone? Are you always kind of jotting down words and sentences and ideas and phrases and stuff?
1: Yes, I am. (laughs) I am. It's like almost to the point of annoyance. Like I will, I'm a big, like a, like road cyclist, like bicycle and I'll be just out riding my bike. And that's when like a lot of things like actually like come to mind. Cause usually it's just me and like, it's one of the only times where I'm not like focused on anything else. Right. So like, I will literally just be pulled over. I live out in the farmland and I'll just be pulled over to the side of the road on my bike, typing in notes to my... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so again, to my iphone you're probably like what the heck is this guy doing get hit by a car <laughs> but so far so good <laughs>
0: I love it man I love it you know I imagine too also uh, uh, you got a thesaurus app on your phone too and always looking for different words and ways to say things
1: yeah that's very true because we're like nine records deep we'll be nine records deep and so like trying to find new ways to say things and making sure you don't use the same words over and over and over again I have like a a master file of like all the lyrics we've ever we've ever written or put on a record and I just like if I feel like I'm using a word too many times I like will like use the find function and be like all right how many times have actually use this word I got do I need to replace it or am i okay but yes I definitely think about that a lot and then trying just trying to be as like creative as possible like this far into our cre- into our career
0: yeah I love it man love it and, and use that thesaurus all the time especially being on the radio you want to say the same thing even though you're playing the same music a lot of the time so it's like that thing comes in handy big time yeah yeah for sure <laughs> for sure it does I did want to touch on you had mentioned it too the leveler 10th anniversary tour a good times although they're a little uh, hey along the way, but talk about the, your uh, recap of that tour. Um, it was a good time, you
1: know. Um, we came in like you know trying to avoid COVID like everyone else, um, but we also just came in excited because it was our first shows they had played in you know 18 months, and we were just excited to get back on the stage and you know play for play for people again and so that was awesome and just to like be together with bands we'd toured before and we're friends with it was it was a really good time and like i said we had a hiccup in the middle we did our best to avoid it and in the end it still got us but you know we were just happy we were able to get the shows rescheduled super fast and we only had to miss one minneapolis but we knew we were coming right back back to minneapolis on this co-switch tour so we knew we could get back here quickly um it was a great time just happy to be back playing shows again for real people instead of doing live streams you know
0: yeah amen to that. I mean, I think that's the thing I got out of it. It's like how precious and how special live shows really are. you know, every single show is is, is a different experience and one to not forget because they can go away real quickly.
1: yeah no, and you know you never real you never realized that until you know, 18 months ago, <laughs> yeah. and now you realize how, how fleeting it
0: can be. Yeah, Cinderella had it right, you know, don't know what you got till it's gone. Yep, exactly. Dude, I appreciate all the time. Last couple of things, I want to hit you with some some more fun stuff. I know you're a big craft beer fan, kind of curious, what, uh, what are you drinking these days? What's your flavor lately?
1: Um, I am definitely still like an IPA guy, but I am, you know, drifting away from all of the hazy IPAs. Uh, uh-huh. That we have over here on the eastern side of things. I know you're in the west coast to get a little bit more of just your west coast style stuff, and I'm definitely heading more towards more back towards that. Um, you know, there's a lot of good stuff everywhere, but for me, I'm going to sit. If I'm drinking a beer, I'm going to sit down and I'll have. I'm trying to find more just West Coast IPAs so I can start seeing through my beers once again versus <laughs> just a <the> cloudy mess.
0: <laughs> and what it does to your insides afterwards, too, man. Huh? Yeah, right, right. But uh, yeah, it's hard but... to
1: have four. It's hard to have, like. Three or four hazy IPAs throughout the day. Oh yeah, you're done.
0: <laughs> you're done. No way. It's funny. I yeah. feel like I've kind of climbed that whole ladder. I went through the IPAs, and now I'm back to like pilsners and just a really tasty good pilsner is is yep. rocking my world. That's, these where days. Base,
1: that's where Dustin's at right now. He's in the exact same boat. It's
0: funny how it just uh, the cycle of life and beer and your taste buds and everything. And you, you guys have done some beers over the years. Is there more uh, ABR craft beer coming? Um,
1: yeah, well, I think so. Um, the brewery actually uses Dustin's brother's brewery, and they just do a great job. We just had two for. Our christmas show so anytime we do a special event we try to have them and you know we'll think of some some more ideas to keep to keep coming out it's fun for us and it's fun for the fans um even the people who don't drink they'll just collect the empty cans because they think it's they think it's neat so yeah absolutely. we'll keep doing it and uh and hope that people keep
0: liking them last a uh, couple of things for you i just asked adam d this question so i'm curious for you too. pizza little pizza debate Fruit on top of pizza. Is pineapple and ham sacrilege, or is that cool in your school? I am not a fan of Hawaiian pizza.
1: I am definitely not. I don't know why. Here's the thing for me. I'm not a big fan of cooked pineapple in any way, shape, or form. I love regular pineapple, but if you cook it, it's for some reason a fruit. I'm just like, no, I'm
0: not into that. Have you tried it, though? Are you just knocking it before yes. you even, you've tried it, and it still yes. no, no bueno?
1: Yeah, it's something with the pineapple. I don't know what it is. It's just not... It's, it is no bueno for me, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: what is the uh, what is the perfect pizza pie for Brent? There is a place in Detroit called Nicky's,
1: and it is the best Detroit style pizza that you'll ever have in your life. And it's so good. And the last time we played in Detroit, we were so excited to get that pizza. And then for some reason that night, they just closed early. Oh!
0: <laughs> we were devastated. What goes on a Detroit style pizza? Give me give me the toppings.
1: I mean, for me, I'm I'm a simple guy. I just want, you know, a good like pepperoni pizza is my thing. If I'm getting like just straight up pizza, that's what I like. But if you're like getting fancy with flatbreads, I don't know, throw some like butternut squash on
0: there or something. <laughs> oh, butternut squash is cool, but not pineapple. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy man dude last thing i got for you i just need your help on because we're an old school radio station we do mandatory metallica every night at 10 p.m which you're going to be a part of and i imagine you've gotten to share the stage with them over the years festivals anywhere
1: no that is the one band that we have like not played with in any way shape or form (laughs) what the heck i don't know i don't know how it's come about but it just has not has not happened for us and it sucks because I really want to see them. (laughs) And uh, the pyro company we use for our live stream actually does Metallica stuff too. And they were like, you know, letting us peek at some of the pyro that they had just sitting around waiting for Metallica shows again. Um I would love to see him, but it just hasn't happened, you know? I don't know how, but it just hasn't worked out yet.
0: Wow. So obviously you're a fan. Did James Hetfield teach you how to down pick? Talk to me about your fandom with that band. <laughs>
1: I loved them when I was younger, that's for sure. You know, Black Album was big for me. Obviously, there's a level of respect there. And yeah, as far as being a rhythm guitar player, James Hetfield is one of the best. Um yeah, like, his just downpicking is pretty pretty insane and ridiculous. But yeah, they have, like, classic songs all throughout their catalog that are just awesome. Like I said, love to see him play, just haven't gotten there yet.
0: Black Album, 30 years old now, and you said that was your introduction to them? Yeah, pretty much. That was, you know, that would have come out when, oh, I would have only actually been, like, seven
1: then. <laughs> so i probably got into that. I'd probably got into that a couple of years late, actually. But yeah, that was my first, like, big... Metallica album, I think.
0: Do you have a song we could play for Mandatory Metallica?
1: Yeah, let's do Let's do wherever I may room. I love that song.
0: Beautiful, man. Uh, thank you so much for the time. Safe travels on the tour out there and can't wait for the show in uh, Riverside Municipal Auditorium, man. Hopefully I'll see you out there. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms, Tune in Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m